0: episode 88 poor loretta
1: join us at the table where we talk board games to miniatures and everything in between the games we play with brian and chris And welcome back to The Games We Play, a podcast about board games, tabletop, RPGs, miniatures, but always about the games we play. I'm your host, Brian, and co founder of The Games We Play. And with me this week, my co host is my lovely wife, Emily. I'm Emily. Hey, Emily, welcome back to the podcast. And thank you for joining us. We really appreciate you listening. This is episode 88 of The Games We Play. If you are a first time listener, Again, thank you for listening. This is not our typical format right now as we're going through pandemic and hopefully wrapping that up soon. Typically, we have shorter segments. We have uh, different topics. We have more formal reviews. We talk about board games and other stuff, uh, but right now we're just kind of keeping it breezy. I'm breezy. And talk about the board games that we've played for the last week or two. So that's what we're doing this week. Emily, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a couple weeks here. It's good to be here. We finally made it through the holidays. <laughs> yes. Yes, we did. <laughs> it kind of feels like we're still in the holidays just a little bit. Haven't re- returned much back to normalcy a little bit, but...
0: Yeah, we still have our Christmas tree up.
1: Shh, don't tell. This is this is a kind of a big deal, guys. You. It is. It's the longest
0: I've ever had it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, the lights are nice. <laughs>
1: we, you know, we could keep it up year round.
0: Ambience. Um, Denver, our son, asked me if we could keep it up till March because that's supposedly when the end of winter is. Oh, so boy. I said No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no. Shut that down.
0: Yes. <laughs> Squashed his dreams.
1: <laughs> yeah, he really does. He just gets in the Christmas spirit, that's for sure.
0: He really does.
1: He argues with us about Christmas songs being Christmas songs, and we should still be able to play them, because it's wintertime.
0: Well, the tree is still up, so you can see how he's confused. Speaking of gaming goals,
1: <laughs> that was a terrible segue. Uh, Christmas yeah.
0: trees, gaming goals.
1: Gaming goals, Christmas trees. Buddy. Want the new year? Totally remind me of that subject. So, yeah, t- gaming goals, we'll just hit on it real quick. It's already been a week into the new year and uh, played five games already, which is pretty good. What about you, Emily?
0: I've played nine. i would like to point out that you have a bigger goal than i do
1: yeah it's true but we were playing with your family and we i played a game or two and then i I decided to go back to reading because i was trying to finish up rhythm of war brandon sanderson's Mm, new book
0: all i hear is our excuses but man
1: when you hit that last part those brandon sanderson books like it's avalanche and just you just don't want to put it away so good finally finished up this last weekend Anywho, so now that I got my thirteen hundred page book out of the way, now we can make time for a little more games. So, I can
0: see where you're ranking games now in your well. Life. It's brand. He, it's the <laughs> new
1: book. It only comes out every two years, so you know. I'm joking. What are you gonna do? Well, let's talk about the games then, Emily. So, what's a game that you played of your nine doubled more than me? <laughs>
0: Well, our son got a new game for Christmas called The Genius Square, and I have to say it's one of my new favorite games. So It's a top three for you. <laughs> it might be my favorite one, and it was his Christmas present. Oh, jeez. I'm just joking. Yeah, it's I hope my you're favorite. joking. It's not my favorite one, but I do really like no, it.
1: No, it's a good puzzle game. It's,
0: so it's a game that's for one or two players, and you each get this grid that's like... A through F on one side and one through, I don't know, six?
1: Battleship. Six on yeah, battleship.
0: the other side. Six, yeah. Yes, it's a grid. And it comes with dice with, with a number and num- a letter on each side. So you roll them. And then you have these circle wood pieces that you put in the slots that you roll. So I don't know. Would you say like six slots are probably covered?
1: Yeah, I think that's right.
0: And then once you get your circular wood pieces onto your grids you both do it if you're playing with another person then all of a sudden you say go and you have these wood tetris shaped pieces that you have to fit into your grid to make a complete square without using the slots where the circular wood pieces are
1: because there's only enough spots left for all of the squares of the shapes right you have each of each of the one tetris shapes if i read
0: yes yep
1: And uh, filling it in and obviously randomize where the blockers are. I don't I I don't know if mathematically it could ever be impossible to solve. I kept thinking that as we were sitting there playing with him, what happens if there was a situation? But I'm not sure it's possible. I don't know. I'm kind of I'm not sure, but on the box it it
0: says sixty two thousand
1: combinations.
0: Combinations. So I would assume that eventually there would be one that you couldn't solve. I I would think.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I would have know. to think about it and think about how that would go. Who cares, I guess? It doesn't game. matter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I really like it. I love Tetris. I love that puzzle, Spatial. puzzle type game. And it's really fast. And I can play it with our son. And he's pretty good at it. Yeah, he is. He's he's shocked me.
1: First time I Multiple played with times. him, he's like done. I was like,
0: what? I only have to go three <laughs> pieces <down." laughs> We're getting schooled by our seven year old in this genius square puzzle game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a fun little puzzle game, though, that's for sure. Nice, chunky block pieces. They're all painted. yeah, the
0: the pieces, all the components to the game are very nice. it's
1: pretty cool. little 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 footprint, small little box, but definitely gives you that puzzle feel that you'd get from playing a game like Tetris, but it's it's tabletop, which is really cool,
0: yeah, I like that it's Tetris. Not as a video game.
1: Yes, absolutely. And uh, you can race, and it can be yeah. very competitive, right? And I not imagine. as a roll and write, either. Yeah. I bet you... I'm sure I could see some older siblings getting very heated over playing this game, at least. <laughs> <laughs> growing up, at least I could see that happening. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it would have been intense. I mean, that many. never
1: happens in families with siblings. Well,
0: my, my sister is the one that bought it for him, and I guess my brother-in-law was pretty jealous of it. Yeah, he wanted one. He wanted one. That's
1: funny, but yeah, it was pretty cool. I don't know how expensive or cheap it was, but very, very cool. And he he definitely latched onto it and got it right away. It was easy to teach him, and
0: yeah, yeah, pretty neat little game. Great game.
1: Well, I mean, it's good. It's decent. I wouldn't say it's a. I wouldn't say it's a <laughs> top fifty for me, but
0: <laughs> oh, it's in my top twenty-five. Oh boy. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I good for you. Good, for you. good for you. I don't know if it could, if it's. I guess it's technically a board game, but more of a puzzle. It's
1: in BGG, I guess. But it is. So is Monopoly. <laughs> you went there. Oh, I did. Okay, well, cool. Uh, that was a neat little game. Check it out. Definitely if you have some kids that are really into puzzles or kind of that, I don't know, puzzle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if they're really into puzzles, but I don't know. I guess like maybe puzzles.
1: All right, let's move on to the next <laughs> game on our list. Uh, Emily got me Divi dice in my stocking for Christmas, and I know we had talked about this maybe one time last year. I think Corey and I... And maybe Josh, I don't it doesn't really matter. Nobody really cares. But uh, we played it on tabletop simulator to try it out. Cause this was before it actually hit the market so you could buy it. And uh, for those not familiar when we talked about it or haven't heard of it, this is a newer game that actually came out from what's the name of the game? Well the company Stronghold Games. Stronghold games, thank you. And they're the they're the ones who helped publish in North America, Gonshon Clever, Twice as Clever. Gosh, there's a bunch of other roll and rights. Uh, we own quite a few of them. It doesn't necessarily matter, but they've been pulling a lot of these German type rolling rights and translating them over and releasing them. And that's what this one is. And it just came out in the last couple months. What's unique about this game that kind of sets it apart from other rolling rights is that part of the game is, I wouldn't say auctioning, but you you have ability to buy or acquire these cards from the middle, like the market, if you will. And on the cards, they have conditions for the dice. There are going to be things you see on other roll and rights, such as uh, get these fours, threes, and twos, because the numbers are written on the dice. Or you have to get that blue four, that red five, that what have you. Or this has to be less than this, and less than this, less than this, whatever. We've seen it all in all the Ganshan, Clevers, all the other Roll and Rites, these kind of combinations and restrictions for the dice. and So that's not unique, but what is unique about it is you have these cards and you're acquiring them putting them in your play space. So what you're trying to get on your turn or with your dice is different than the other players based on what you're acquiring from the deck. Um, additionally, there's two variety of cards, which is um, kind of interesting. You have these goal cards. Those are the ones that actually give you victory points when you complete. And they're going to be contingent on the other cards in your play area you can only acquire nine cards a three by three grid and they'll give you points for a number of completed cards in this row or the number of pink cards or blue cards or green cards or there's all these different kinds of combinations which is kind of neat And then on top of it, there's these bonus cards. The bonus cards don't give you victory points. However, they allow you to manipulate dice or take special actions throughout the game to help you complete those goal cards and do uh, more, essentially, in your turn. You know, you can change the die up, plus or minus one. You can flip cards. You can take bonus dice, uh, stuff like that. And so this play goes through the game where you take your turn, you roll your dice, Um, you could acquire cards you finish your cards then it passes to next player turn and then the game ends when somebody gets their last card and you get one final round and then you just count up your victory points based off of the completed gold cards and the conditions on it and whoever has the most victory points wins um additionally what's really unique about this what i what i think is unique about this is when you decide to (laughs) re-roll Um, oh, yes. Any dice that you re-roll, the other players get a chance to use one of those dice on their cards. So, for example, I roll my five dice, I keep three of them, and I re-roll the blue and yellow. Let's say, so I re-roll the blue and yellow, and it comes out to a blue's five and a yellow two. Well, Emily or Corey or whoever is playing with us could pick one of those dice numbers and mark it where it applies on one of their cards. Well, maybe I was going for a blue six. Uh, so, I can pick up those dice again and roll. Well, if I roll again, again, they get to choose one of the dice that, of the <laughs> result. And if I still don't get something, then I can, there's a, a chance that uh, after your third roll, then you can uh, pick any two dice. Because the tricky thing is on your turn, you have to be able to completely fill in a card if it's your turn. And that's what makes it really difficult. And some of these cards actually have more than five numbers on it. So you only have five dice, so it's not possible to finish on your turn. So you're having to uh, pull dice from other players' turns when you can. And so that's really unique. It adds a whole other layer of strategy, actually, on this game. And in a lot of cases, I might roll and be, well, I can mark off this card. I don't really want to mark off this card. I really wanted this other card but I don't want to re-roll to help Emily. <laughs> I'm just going to stop rolling and take these and just take what I can get.
0: Take one for the team.
1: Exactly. Or um, to buy the cards in the in, in the middle, you have to get three of a kind or or four of a kind. And so you might be going after that blue card in front of you, but then you roll three of a kind. Well... I don't want to give them dice, so I'm going to just go ahead and take a card and be done with my turn. So there's a lot of those decisions you have to make, which adds a lot of strategy to it. And then on top of that, the cards are dry erase, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. So you everybody gets dry erase markers. You just mark on the cards, and when the game's done, you just wipe them off, and you're good to go. It's really nice. There's no pen or paper. There's no sheets of paper. You don't have to worry about running out, and it gives you the dry erase with it. Very, very cool, and um,
0: it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I really liked it.
1: I mean, other than us playing it wrong, but uh, getting an extra <laughs> roll. I think we I yes. did that on the tabletop simulator, and we realized after the fact. So I played the game wrong twice. <laughs> I, it actually made you. it a little easier for both of us. We probably got yes. more points than we should have, but it didn't necessarily ruin the game, I would I would say. like
0: to point out, I asked multiple times. She did. She
1: was really confused about if it. I'm like, was, no, no, no. And then,
0: I, I just felt like we got to roll one too many times. And I was right. And well, I didn't even read the rules. The
1: wording on the rules is a little confusing, but after we kind of went through, I'm like, okay, I understand. So
0: my thought is <laughs> generally in roll and rights, you only get to roll this certain amount of times and it feels I just
1: I was thinking re- because it talks about rolls and re rolls. What I was thinking of is when I was talking after your third re roll, I was thinking, well, you get your initial rolled and then three re rolls. No, it means your third roll. So there's a little language maybe with the translation that can be a maybe a little confusing.
0: Excuse, <laughs> Excuse.
1: But I mean, if you, you've told third re-roll, you would think that's your third time re-rolling, not your third roll.
0: Okay, I can understand what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but have you played any other role and rank game?
1: That allows you to roll that many that times. That allows no, you to no. roll that many that, times. Nope. have none.
0: <laughs> I think there's a reason why. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's amazing. We fit I finished off every card in my <laughs> group by then
0: the game. You did.
1: Well, I, really, oh, I got that last two rounds, I got really lucky. I had I had a card that had four ones and four sixes that complete my last one. And Emily just rolled ones and sixes for her last it couple was rolls. So bad. And then on my turn, <laughs> I only rolled ones and sixes. I was like, all right. First of all, I got it. Pretty lucky. But uh, otherwise, I, I, other than playing it wrong, which, again, just made it so we probably got more points. It was still pretty fun. Really, well, it was fun. I really enjoy it. I like that chance idea where um, you can still get something out of out of it, even if you don't roll it you want. But, I mean, because it's a dice game, right? It's always going right. to be some randomness to it.
0: But I also like how it is different every time. The cards I, I are do. different.
1: I do. And you can set up some really cool combos with those bonus cards mm-hmm. and the scoring cards. I really like that. And you have to worry about the position of where you put the cards. Because some of the goal cards right. will only give you bonus points if the one's directly next to it. And like above it has, it or some
0: of them have to be sp- specific colors.
1: Yeah. And then there are some bonus cards that are, are rainbow colored. So at the end of the game, they can count as whatever color you choose. And so there's a lot of strategy and ability to... Rack up tons of points and kind of work towards what works for you. Very cool. I I really like that. And I do like how it's different every time.
0: I would like to try it with four players. I think, you know, I
1: think it would be a lot different and a lot more fun with four players because you're obviously going to get more chances for dice on other people's turns. When we played two turns, there was quite a few cards where we were getting that had six numbers on it. You're never going to be able to complete that on your turn.
0: Yeah.
1: And having more players in between your turns gives you more opportunity to mark Mm -hmm. more, more numbers off. But overall, I really like the concept of this. It's almost a modular dra- card drafting roll right. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty neat. Uh, these roll rights are really coming along, I would have to I say. I am
0: disappointed that the markers do not have an eraser on the cap. No, they don't. We've and it to... doesn't come with a cloth to clean no, it.
1: No, we just had to get a paper towel. But... So there's
0: that one downside.
1: Well, it's pretty much the worst game now, so... <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so check that out, that's Divvy Dice, D I V V Y Dice. Um fairly cheap game. I think it's under 20, maybe $20 uh, about right. A lot of fun. Really enjoy it. Emily, check it game. out. Yeah, check it out. Uh not getting paid for any of these, by the way. <laughs> so, um <laughs> check out the game. Uh Emily, next game on our list. What what did you, what else did Yeah, you so
0: we got to try out town We did. Which was a Kickstarter that we got. We probably got it back
1: that like last fall maybe. It's been a while COVID yes. kind of delayed all of our kickstarters.
0: Yeah. So, Tumbletown is a uh card drafting engine building game where set in the old west where you're building a town if you will with dice that you've rolled and building buildings for your town with the dice.
1: I think it's the first old west themed game I've played that you're not shooting each other. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's the expansion. Having
1: shootouts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was shootout with dice. <laughs> no, it's it's not who's going to be like the best outlaw or sheriff. It's going to be who can build the best town. In yeah. Bless.
0: It's my kind of game.
1: <laughs> uh, but doing a dice, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it was really fun. I really liked it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I like how you roll the dice to get the numbers that you need to build specific buildings. And it also plays off of the color of the dice as well, but then you actually use those physical dice to build the building on your town mat, and so it looks really cool once the game is over, because you've used the dice to build the buildings, and that's how you get your points.
1: Yeah, shameless plug, check out our Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter for pictures. Um, <laughs> no, it's true. It, it it is. It's like a 3D. It, now it's it's not really a dexterity game per se because you're just stacking no. it one or two or three tall. It's not a big deal. You
0: don't get penalized if your building falls over.
1: No for I don't shoddy think work. That, I don't even think it happened. Um, <laughs> there should be rules, and then it becomes a dexterity game. Yeah.
0: And then wait until we're talking about our
1: last Dexterity game here. <laughs> Dynamite. Um, <laughs> you're launching catapults of dice <laughs> yes. and dice. Uh, and Get, uh, get, get Flick'Em Up in there. Now we're playing Flick'Em Up and Pubble Town. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> so just to expand a little bit on this, there's three different tiers of buildings out in the middle. And we did get the playmat, which... It's really nice. I it actually is really, really nice. like the artwork, but it's not necessary. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> but you have the three tiers of buildings, and essentially, in your turn, you just pick one of the buildings, any of the from the three tiers that you want, and you take that and you put it on your unbuilt plans, building plans of the row you you took from. There is the face down deck, and on the back of those cards, or the whatever the top one is, shows you which dice you can collect. And there's four different types of dice: there's gold, black, gray, and brown if i remember right yes and you then take those dice and roll them and you have a storage in your town um you only have a certain amount of storage but you can expand them with the cards and the cards you take with the blueprints will show a picture of the building so it might say saloon and it has squares and it tells you how to make it but it kind of looks like a real building it's kind of fun where it has dice but looks like real building but anyway and so that's how you have to build it and then on the top of each building it'll tell you requirements so it might be they have to be greater than 24 all the dice together or they all have to be the same number or different numbers or they all have to be between the range of one and three or whatever there's a bunch of different requirements on them and so you take your dice and You can build them, and if you build them, all the cards have three different types on them. You can get victory points at the end of the game. There's ones that will give you one-time bonuses like dice right then, or there's ones that are ongoing. This is the engine building that Emily was referring to, but on your turn, you can use those ones that you can do every turn, and they'll do stuff like allow you to flip dice values to the opposite side, re-roll dice, plus one, minus one, plus two, minus two. Um, What else are there?
0: Get more dice trade in some of your dice mm-hmm. for a different color
1: yep and even from the beginning you get a horse <laughs> you <laughs> really do and the horse apparently has a preference uh for <laughs> the certain icons, buildings, which is kind of weird if you think about it but they do the horse has a preference which is randomized and that'll also give you victory points up in the game but the horse also has that that ongoing uh every turn effect where you can modify your dice which is which is kind of nice so you have that right from the beginning And um, yeah, so that's basically the game. You just keep going and refreshing, and the game ends once there's uh, depleted dice from two different piles. And you count up your your buildings that you have completed that have victory points on them. You look through your gold victory point condition ones, plus your horse has the preferred building types, (laughs) and you get victory point bonuses. And what I really like is your player mat, your town, on the, there's two, there's like two sides, like road. There's, well... It's basically a road, and then on each side of the road, right, you build your buildings, like literally stack them on your your town. Like
0: an Old West.
1: Uh, Like Old West with the main dirt road down the middle. And each of those spots have bonuses, so you can get bonuses from building. And so they're going to be different spots that say, hey, if whatever dice is on here is brown on the bottom, then you get a victory point. Uh, it might be well if on this spot it's two or three tall, you get a victory point, and it's all over the board in different combinations. And then if you build alleys between your buildings, then you get bonus victory points. Well, so you add all that up, and highest winner or highest victory point wins the game. That's basically the game.
0: Yeah, pretty straightforward. Yeah, it is. It seems a little bit confusing with the rules. The the rules were
1: okay. I mean, they're not the worst rules, but at the same time, I think the order of how they introduce the game probably could have been flipped. I'd rather have maybe intermingled how you build the buildings and the rules with the victory points instead of going through your whole turn talking about, hey, if you build and build on your town, you're like, what is this? And then after it went through the whole phase and all your turn order, then at the very end it's talking about, well, here's the rules I'm building on your town. You're like, oh, okay, well, that's a weird order. But once we got okay, through then. <laughs> it, once we got through it, it was really simple, actually.
0: Yes, I... F- during the game, though we've only played it once, I figured out too late that I should have been collecting the top tier cards because they have the sooner. most victory points. They have yes. the most
1: uh, rewards and stuff like that. Yeah, I creamed dimly on this. Yes, one.
0: Yes, it was it was bad. Bad was news. bad. But it was
1: good. It was, I had a lot of fun with it actually. <laughs> and there's quite a few variants that come with it. Uh, we got the we got the a mini expansion because of the kickstart, which um. It adds wild horses instead of your team horses <laughs> that you can tame.
0: Mustangs. <laughs> they
1: have special abilities that add new buildings, and uh, that's about it. But there's quite a few variants uh, that with the separate rulebook. You can actually play solo, and then there's a challenge mode you can play through, uh, even multi with multiplayers, where you're having to hit different challenge levels, and you're tracking your challenge, and you can go to their website and download a challenge tracker. And
0: I'm excited to play that. Yeah, it's, it's,
1: that's kind of interesting so you're more playing against the challenge more than versus the player because it's the i believe it's the first to get through all the challenges or something like that and so it's not necessarily straight up the score on that on that playthrough but the part of the each challenge is hitting certain scoring and different conditions for building and stuff like that so very interesting but it comes with a lot of dice i really like that a lot of variance uh, i could see a lot of replayability with it and it plays pretty quick. I think if we played it again, we could probably finish it in 20, 25 yeah. minutes. It played fairly well at two players. I'm excited to play like a four-player game. This is almost like a gateway game. I would introduce this to newer players if we had people over a house. Yeah. I would pull this game out and play it.
0: It's pretty simple. Yeah. But it's it's a cool game. But fun. It's yeah. But fun.
1: It's fun. And it has a cool t- table presence. I mean, you're building yes. these buildings out of dice. That's very cool. It's very intuitive. If that makes sense. There when,
0: is a little bit of a Splendor feel with the cards.
1: Definitely. Definitely. And and a little I don't know with the dice placement. Yeah. Yeah. Well engine building.
0: Yes. It's good. Engine building splendor <laughs> <So. laughs>
1: Is that a new uh category?
0: Yes. With yes, dice? Yes. If you like Splendor, you'll like this with an <laughs> old West twist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh anywho, so Good game. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, looking forward to playing that more. Uh, yeah. This is, I think it's not full release to retailers yet because we got it for kickstart. Um, but I believe you can pre-order. I saw on Game Nerds and some other websites. So definitely check it out. Board Game Geek. Uh, look, Check it out. Look at maybe some playthroughs. Really enjoy it. Check out our Instagram. Shameless plug here. Uh, we have some pictures <laughs> up there. We just posted them today. So
0: yeah. Good stuff. Get it.
1: Get her. Okay. <laughs> All right, moving on to our last game. Speaking of dexterity (laughs) games from earlier.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) So I had the bright idea. Let's just breeze right past (laughs) this.
1: Oh, we're going to talk about this. Oh, no. Um, Oh, no.
0: Oh,
1: no, no, no. So we had a little time uh, today to play a game. And (laughs) so I... You know, I'm down on the shelves looking at games we haven't played. Again, my goal is to play some games I haven't played. And I saw Flick'Em Up Dead of Winter. <laughs> I haven't played that game in five years, four years since I first got it. I think I've only played it once.
0: I've never played it. This was my first time.
1: <laughs> Emily had no idea what she was Just keep that in your mind. <laughs> so if if, if you never heard of Flick'Em Up, Flick'Em Up is a dexterity type game. Along the lines of Tumbletown is a Old West game. Think 3D terrain, like standees, like, standies, like uh, cardboard, you know, the saloon and whatnot. And you have your cowboys or w- sheriff or whatever you want to call them. And then you're you're shooting out, you know, you're, you're, and how you shoot people and move around is you're flicking discs around on the table, like literally. And you're trying to hit each other and that's flick them up. I've never actually played it, but I've seen it on the table. I underst- I've i seen, you know, pictures and seen it at conventions well, they teamed up with the people that made Dead of Winter, which is plat hat games. If you haven't played Dead of Winter, Dead of Winter is this semi-cooperative survival zombie game. That's a lot of fun, actually. And it's it's fun to backstab each other because uh, there's hidden traitors sometimes. Anyway, uh, so they combined IPs and, and you got Flick 'em Up. That's just Western theme and zombies. And you put them together and you get Flick Em Up, Dead of Winter. And so <laughs> it's set up just like... Flick them up where you have your little wooden miniature meeples. You have, what, a bunch of cardboard standees. Yeah. Like a full city, library, police station. The game
0: is 3D.
1: It it is.
0: There's no actual board on it.
1: Your play area is your table, or however you define the area. And, um, you have in, in this one, you're trying to survive and we're, you can go through scenarios. There's pre, there's like, I think 20 scenarios comes in the book. You can always customize your own scenarios. You can go on, you can go on the internet and just people have published out their own scenarios that, you know, there's goals and. It's almost like this whole system. There's like these even cards and hidden stuff, and you can pick up items and loot and upgrade your characters and stuff like that. Well, we start in scenario one, so we didn't throw <laughs> too much into it. You know, we're not going into buildings and be able to take cover and all that stuff. We just have to get across town into the RV and kill all the zombies. Just How hard could that kill be? All
0: the zombies. How That's hard it. could
1: that be? We lose <laughs> if three survivors die or if the zombies get to the RV. That's it. That's that's scenario one. First game. Pretty easy, right? Emily, how'd it go?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did I did put a disclaimer on the game before we even started. I said, Hey, you've played Ice Cool with me. I'm not very good at flicking. <laughs> Have you not do you not remember that?
1: No flicking, it's Emily from now on. <laughs>
0: Apparently, I'm atrociously bad at
1: flicking. Did you even kill a guy the whole game? Yes. I think you did more damage to our characters than zombies. <laughs> I,
0: I killed that one guy with a shotgun.
1: So, <laughs> so there is different weapons. That's pretty cool, though, is the different weapons. The shotgun comes with this little cardboard template with the, the slot down the middle. And you take these small little discs... Opposed to your normal gun is like a bigger disc, um, but there's smaller ones that represent a shotgun, I guess. And you stagger them diagonally, and then you hit them, and then they like fly out, and in' are really a shotgun pattern. Yeah. So she <laughs> threw them out, and yeah, it was. Chances are she was going to hit the zombie, <laughs> and that was her only kill of the game. I
0: thought I killed one with a knife.
1: Oh no, no! You hit our own character <laughs> with a knife. You hit Loretta. Loretta's just standing oh, yes. out there, and she's like, she she picks the survivor, John, who has a knife. You know, I'm going to take the knife and flick it, and what does she do? She like, literally stabbed Loretta in the back. That poor Loretta. And that's how we lost the game, too. So Loretta's, there was a bunch of zombies on one side, and I had moved Loretta out closer to the RV, and there was only one zombie on that whole side. I mean, we're using our pretty big table, and there's only one zombie over there. Like, Emily, if you just kill that one zombie, we're going to be in really good shape. The zombie was two inches away from Loretta. Shut it down. She had two shots at this. I think the second shot, you flicked Loretta further than the bullet. Yeah. Um. So what happens, and I forgot to mention the cool thing about this game is all the zombies are these little green uh, meeples that have tons of stickers. If you suck at doing stickers, oh my <laughs> word. Corey knows. He helped me put the stickers on it. All the bad ones are definitely me. I'm terrible at stickers. If you've ever listened to this podcast. He is
0: terrible at stickers. But
1: the really cool thing about this game, if I mean, all this is pretty cool anyway, uh, but the really cool thing is it comes with this... It's called a zombie tower. It's 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 a big dice tower, kind of, but it's not a dice tower because it's hollow down the chute. And it has a little platform that falls down. And so what you do is between survivors' turns, depending on how much noise you make, if you like shot a gun for say, like Loretta did. then a, a then what's going to happen is the closest zombie that's standing will face you and you'll take this little zombie tower and put it directly behind that zombie facing, you know, to you. Well, in this case it's 2 inches away in front of the <laughs> RV and
0: cuz Loretta was almost there.
1: And so when a gun happens you take that zombie Uh, The closest one to him, in this case, is two inches because you missed. If it wasn't that one, it would have been the ones like all the way across the town. And so it wouldn't have got to her. But mind you, Loretta only has one health of two because she (laughs) got thrown in the back with the knife. She got stabbed in the back from John, (laughs) a.k.a. Emily. And so we put the zombie tower. You put that zombie on it and then you put the two closest standing zombies to the survivor on it. And there's a stopper, and you pull the stopper, and I know this sounds gruesome, but it's like the gallows, you know, when they pull the trigger and, like, the floor goes out. That's what happens here. You pull that, the floor goes out, and the zombies go down the chute. And if the zombies hit you and knock you over, you take damage. Well, the zombie definitely hit Loretta and killed her, uh, which we wouldn't have lost. However, one of the zombies went flying across the table (laughs) and ran into the RV for the loss. So that's how we lost the game. Is Emily whiffing two inches away from a zombie? (laughs) Twice. Twice. (laughs) My first turn, I pull out the sniper rifle with the one guy, which is, it has a template like the shotgun, but it's a little skinnier and longer. And you put the, you can aim it, and then you basically, as long as you can aim it right and hit it, (laughs) you can hit anything. So I'm sniping zombies halfway across the map, and here's Emily two inches away.
0: (laughs) Well, we've just learned that I shouldn't play flicking games.
1: Or if we do, you're putting you on the other team. <laughs> Play You're playing the zombies next I time. I guess so. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's Flick'em Up, Dead of Winter. Pretty cool theme. I really like the table presents. It's really fun. Um, it's not really gory, per se. It's kind of cartoony a little bit. But it, it's still,
0: I mean, still a little kind of gory. It says gory. age 14 on the box.
1: Well, I mean, it's the theme for sure. I yeah. Mean, you have the zombie tower. With, and like,
0: you're like... Shooting zombies, yes, and knifing people, so
1: in the back. Poor in Loretta, the back.
0: yes, poor, poor Loretta. Loretta, she was sacrificed.
1: Rest in peace. <laughs> uh, but no, it's a fun game. uh I mean, other than us losing, it's still it's kind of a cool, <laughs> unique theme uh, gameplay. You haven't,
0: other than you being severely disappointed in me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, oh man check out instagram we'll post up the pictures here this next yes, couple days i'll post them um it's so cool the table presence is very very cool and there's even some rules where you can have two teams playing against each other so if you had four or five i think you play up to 10 players yeah you could have two teams of survivors playing against each other with zombies that's pretty cool um you basically the play space can be as as big or small as you want to make it, which is pretty cool. Bigger the better, for sure, in this case. But a lot of fun. Very unique. So that's another one off the list. Yeah. For playing. Probably never going to play that again with Emily, but <laughs> <well>. <laughs> it's definitely a cool game day one. Uh, just a different palette cleanser, you know, to bring out with the teenagers or young adults. It's kind of a cool one. Now you know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that'll about wrap it up. Those are games we played, at least we wanted to talk about. Uh, I know there's some other games, but we've played, talked about those a million times. I'm sure nobody wants to talk about uh, Gone sean Clever for the millionth right. time on the podcast. We, I mean, we do love it. It's a good game. We but, do uh, love it. Don't want to talk about my, what was it, 268? Uh, was, was that my uh,
0: score? Brother.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. It's two fifty-eight. I, I apologize. Uh, new personal best, uh, but anyway, we appreciate. Oh you yeah, listening. we don't want to talk about that. No, I, I Emily, I smeared Emily. It's so good. Um,
0: <laughs> Hasn't been. It has not been my best week of gaming. That's for sure. Points wise, <laughs> <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> Poor
1: Loretta. <laughs> we do we need a moment of silence for Loretta?
0: I, I like saying the t- saying taps. Brr, brr, brr.
1: <laughs> in the arms of an angel <laughs> oh boy i'll probably cut that out anyway uh anything else you want to talk about emily before we take off i
0: think i'm good
1: all right well we do appreciate you listening thank you for uh listening this far if you have any feedback questions comments or any games you'd like us to review or talk about please send us a message you can hear that at the end of the the podcast you can hit us up on our social media or our email. We do appreciate listening. Hope you join us next time. Next week will be episode 89. Chris will be returning back. We'll be talking about some of the games we've been playing this last week. I know we got some good ones coming up, too. We That's... do? <laughs> Thanks for selling that. Thanks for selling that. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes, we do. We have to get on my yearly We year have some goals. really
1: good games coming up.
0: We do. We really do.
1: More Flick'Em Up Dead Winter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> No, I have my list of toppish games to get through. Oh, yeah. So we need to play January's We're
1: already a third through the month. We better get those toppish games in. I
0: cannot believe how fast the time is going.
1: Yep. Before we know it's it'll crazy. be my birthday and I'm gonna be old.
0: I know. You will be. Oh well. Well welcome to the dark side.
1: Yep. Thanks, Emily, for joining us. Yes. Poor Happy Loretta. To be here. That's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next week for episode eighty nine. Thanks for listening. And from the games we play, I am Brian.
0: And I'm Emily.
1: And keep on gaming. Join the conversation. Feel free to give us your feedback. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at GamesWePlayPod. And that's GamesWePlayPod at gmail.com. Um, I'm breezy. <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> so we just like to keep this short and breezy.
0: Bree- breezy i'm breezy
1: (laughs) uh let me i guess try that again